Good evening, everyone. This is Jim. This is Marketing Beef, according to Jim, my number eight podcast. And I'm going to call this one Important Add-On. I've talked a lot the last seven podcasts, quite a bit of things. And, you know, it's been really cool this past week and a half. I've gotten a lot of texts, phone calls, messages telling me that they've used, a lot of people are using the stuff I'm talking about and doing very well. So it's been very encouraging and and very good. I've had, uh, I got three farm tours I got to set up and go out and help people or at least give them some ideas. Um, I decided I'm going to do my 10th. I'm going to come to my 10th podcast. I'm putting everything in book form. I want to make one big book out of the podcast and that'll be available for sale. Kind of want to put it down all in writing so people can go back and read it and read it and read it and relook at some things. Cause I do make the podcast kind of long and I know everybody's attention span is pretty, not many people have long attention span, especially when there's nothing visual to look at. And I think my voice is kind of drowsy. So it makes people fall asleep. So I'm hoping that's not the case. So I'm going to put it in book form and it will be available for sale down the road. If you're interested in having it, just let me know. I'll save you a copy. But I also wanted to let people know before we get started here, how I make, how I try to make my money. A lot of people have called me and text me and want to know if I charge to come out and help them. And there's a lot of people think I'm pretty crazy about what I'm about to say. I don't charge. I don't want to charge to go and talk to somebody at their farm. If you're nice enough to invite me to your farm and want me to help you or at least give you some ideas on what you can do, maybe you're not seeing everything. Maybe I can see something different that you're not seeing. I can offer some suggestions. I don't want to charge for it. And I don't believe in charging for it. And I don't want to charge for it. I don't expect to be charged for it. How I want to make my money is really a couple things. One is the podcast. I'm hoping I get enough loyal followers so that I can have enough where I can make a little bit of money on podcast. If I can have enough loyal followers, I'm fine. Also, is I, my, my goal is to do seminars. I really want to do a lot of seminars teaching farmers, ranchers, what I'm teaching you right now in this podcast. And I like to travel a little bit and get paid to do seminars. So those are my two ways Maybe the book sales, I want to make a lot of money from book sales, but those are two ways that I really want to make money is through the podcast and doing seminars. So I just appreciate it. If you trust me enough or you expect my opinion enough to invite me out to your ranch, your farm, I'm thrilled. I think that's awesome. And I, I really look forward to it. I will be, if you decide to do that, I will hand you out. A, I'll probably send you a questionnaire ahead of time, have you filled out only because I want to know what's in your head. I want to know what you're thinking. Maybe it gives you some thought too, some things you haven't thought of. And then when I come to your farm, I got some background. I got some ideas already in mind. I got, uh, I got kind of an idea of what's going on. And so I can talk to you a little bit intelligently. Again, it's just going to give you some ideas. I'll never tell you how to do your business. I will never tell you how you need to raise your cattle. I will never say you have to do this. I'm just going to write down or give you some ideas and you take it or don't take it. That's that's all I can do. And that's all I want to do. And I will go to the fifth degree to help if you want me to stay and help with anything on the farm as far as any uh, farm tours, you want me to pour beer or, or flip burgers. I'm all for it. I, I cannot tell you how much of the passion and how much I love doing that. And if I can develop some long-term friends all over the country on their ranches and, and they welcome me, I don't have to be paid to do that. And I don't want to be paid to do that. Don't be afraid if you just need some help I'm not going to send you a bill and I'm not going to say, hey, you owe me some money or I want reimbursed for expenses or, or any of that kind of stuff. That's not me and that's not going to happen. So I just want some loyal listeners. I want people that are truly interested in what I have to say. Take some ideas. Some are work for you. Some don't. And you just think this is, you know, it's just I'm, I'm a source for you guys to do better in your business. I've learned through a lot of years of hard knocks. 
spent a lot of money stupidly, done a lot of things successful. And I just want to sh- throw it out there. So that's me. I'm just, that's enough I got to say about that. Please don't be afraid to reach out. I'll give you any advice that are my opinions, either via text, email, farm visit, phone, any way you want to do it. I, that's again, when you love something as much as I do, and it's your passion, it's not something I want to do. But if there's a, a place, if there's a time you want a seminar done for a group of people, um, or you get more people on my podcast, that's what I, I want to thank you for that. And that's, that's all I want. A couple things I'm going to go over that is going to be a little controversial. These are kind of a lot of recap and there's kind of, it's, it's quite a few add-ons. I'm not going to make this podcast as long as the other ones. I want you to just really, some of this stuff absorb in and think. There's a couple things here I'm going to say. I don't know if you're going to agree with it or not. This is truly my opinion. Take it or leave it. First of all, I want to tell you is please, 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 please do not rely on technology. Technology comes and goes. In a blink of an eye, everything that you've got in your computers can be wiped out. If you got a website and that's what you rely on for your customers, in blink of an eye, if that goes out, you, you're done. Your whole business is up. It's just right down the drain. And this is how I do it. And I'm really a basic guy. So I'm old school all the way. Put all your customers down on a recipe card, name, address, phone number, email, any tidbits about them, what they bought, when do you think they're going to buy next? Put them all on a recipe card. You can't, that way you can't lose it. They're going to get it thrown away. If technology goes, you still got their names. You've got everything, got information on them, when they, what they buy, when they're going to buy next. Put everything down on paper. Also put, get, what I told you in the first couple podcasts, get a couple big poster boards and write everybody's name on them as soon as you get them. Then fill it out all the way across. Any information you want to know about the customer, have it sitting in front of you, staring at you on the wall so you see these customers' names every single day. Before long, you're going to have them all memorized. You're going to know what they do, what they buy. When you see them again, put a picture next to them. So next time you see them, you're going to know their name right off the bat. Technology is great, but you're not going to go through all your computer data and your computer bank and all the people's names every day and and stare at them unless you go actively search for them. Well, a lot of people do say they do, but they don't. They're they're just stuck in the cloud somewhere. And a lot of times people forget how to access them or just even forget to access them. But if you got them written down on a a cardboard, um, poster board, right in your office, right in front of you every day, you're going to pick up the phone all the time and call these people. You're going to remember their names. You're going to you're going to remember them. They're going to remember you, and they're going to become your lifetime, your lifelong customers. So, don't don't rely on technology. It's just going to bite you in the butt someday. And it's and it's I just for this type of selling when you're trying to do everything local, be basic. You know, have you can put it in a computer if you want to, but it it's not something you need to do. Uh, and I don't like doing it. So. Other thing, and this is can no particular order. So I'm going to kind of go back and forth and throw out things. Um, another piece of advice that I've learned the hard way, stay away from the wholesale market. If you really think you want to get into, everybody goes, well, you can put your beef in restaurants. Okay. Why would I want to do that? Second of all, first of all, they don't promote your name. Second of all, do you have 500 ribeyes to give them? And what about the other parts of the meat? And they want to, everybody wants to buy stuff as cheap as they can. You want to sell it for as much as you can. But when you sell to a to a restaurant, you're selling it as cheap as you can. They're buying it cheap. They're buying it wholesale. We're trying to get you out of the wholesale mindset. I not I have never been successful with restaurants. There's a lot of demand. They always want one a bunch of one cut. So you're stuck with a whole bunch of other cuts. They all want it exactly uniform. Everything exactly the same. You don't run a feedlot. 
you may have different types of animals in your, in your pasture. You may have three or four different breeds, different age groups. You, you're not running a feedlot where everybody's fed exactly the same. They got four inches of space in, their, in between their noses to eat. They're all got the same forage. It's not, that's not the market I think you should be in. They don't buy extra stuff from you. We can't send them coupons to buy other things. And that's where you're making your money. You're getting the people in with your beef, and then you're selling them extra things. You're providing them other services and other things that they can buy, and you're making a, you're making some money on it. With restaurants, you're just not going to do it. Yeah, it sounds romantic. Hey, I got beef in the uh, XYZ restaurant. Who cares? Okay, it it makes it doesn't put any money in your pocket. That's all I'm trying to say. It, it does not do. You may have a little bragging rights, but what does it do? It doesn't do anything except you're learning how to sell wholesale again. And if you're going to sell wholesale, you want to just take the whole cow to the auction or the sale barn and be done with it. Why waste all your time and energy delivering beef to a restaurant and all you do is get a complaints and they want discounts and all this stuff. It's just let the big guys worry about that. That's their market and uh, let them have it. You want the retail market. Don't let people negotiate you down on price. When you're going to be obsessed with quality, you work your butt off. You do everything you can to make sure you provide the best possible beef in the world, the, the healthiest, best beef in the world. If you got people trying to negotiate you down on your price, just walk away. They're not your type of customers. Yeah, you want to make a sale, but you're not. Why do you want to lose money or, or negotiate or, or, or lower prices on your on your product? You're just you're just negating it. You're just cheapening it. Be obsessive about quality. Develop a brand name. Hey, look, if you want my beef, this is the price. If you don't want it, fine. Find somebody else because they're also the people that are going to negotiate. They're not going to do your coupons. They're going to want everything for free. They're the first ones to complain. You don't need them. There's plenty of people out there that will buy your product and love it, and they'll always buy your product. Um, if you're doing the things I'm, I'm telling you or teaching you, they're always going to be in your mind. You're always going to be in their mind. They're buying other products from you, but they're always going to buy your beef. Um, so stick, be obsessive of quality and stay out of the wholesale mindset. This is not a car deal. You don't need to negotiate your price. This is what I sell my beef for. Okay. And if they want to come out and do chores with you for two and a half years and you can, and to justify why you're selling your beef, invite them out. Say, meet, meet me outside every morning at 430 in the morning or five and let's get started. And then you tell me, how much I should discount my beef and why should I discount? Give me a reason. What, what on earth am I discounting my beef for? Right. You don't need to. So stay in the, the retail mindset. Remember also another thing, the more active you are, the more doors that will open for you and the more opportunities will arrive. The more you're out there talking to people about your product, the more energy that you expend, the more creative that you get, the more doors that are going to open, the more opportunities are going to be presented to you. And it could be a door to anything. It could be, a, it could be uh, opportunities to anything. But great things happen to people who are full of energy and are out there killing it, beating the bus, beating the pavement talking to people, having fun, being passionate about what they do, loving what they do. If you're embarrassed about what you do, get out of the business. If you're not, if you don't have conviction in what you do, you're not doing it right. You, most farmers, ranchers that I know are so proud of what they do. 
And that was me. I could not tell enough people with a, a smile. I was bragging. People, what do you do for a living? I was, I was having to hold myself back. Going, yeah, I run this ranch. I own this ranch. I raise cattle. And uh, really? I said, yeah. You know, I loved, it, that was me, though. I loved talking about it. I loved telling people how I raised my beef. And I've been through this on the other seminar, other podcasts, and you're probably tired of hearing it. But the more you're doing that and the more you're out there, the more opportunities are coming your way. Remember, I keep saying, money follows energy. Money follows the energy. The more you do, the more you're out there having fun, the more money's coming your way in every type of form, everything. You guys have the greatest business in the world. You guys are raising cattle and you're raising food to, pe for, put, people, to, put, to, to put this in people's tummies. This is health. This is life. You're providing life to people, and you're providing them with quality. You ever see on Facebook, sometimes people write, hey, can somebody please provide me food that's not full of pesticides and full of poisons? Is there any food out there that's not full of it? I'd like to have, like to have it. I see posts like that all the time. Well, that's us. And maybe, and maybe you're not organic, or maybe you're not grass-fed, and that's okay. You still believe in your product, but there's people out there looking for us. You just got to let them know you're here. Dude, you're, I'm, right in your back, I'm right in your backyard. I'm, I'm going to let you know everything I do is going to be for you. I'm, you don't have to go to Arizona or, or Washington or Montana or Florida. It, I'm in your own state. I'm in, right in your backyard. I can provide you with all the nutrients and food. I got, I got access to berries. I got access to meat. I got chicken, turkey. I got access to everything. I got access to Christmas trees where you don't have any any pesticides on it. I got access to pumpkins. I got access to everything. I'm the guy for you. I'm the farm for you. You don't have to go anywhere. I'm going to make it fun for you. So the more you're out there, the more opportunities are going to arise. So stay active every day. Stay active. Focus every day on your business. Every day. Have your meetings. When you have your meetings, turn off TV, turn off your phone, close the door, have a serious meeting with all your people. What how are things going? What are we doing? How can we do better? Every day is how can we do better? What can we do better? What did we do wrong today? How can we make it better? What can we do? Take each area of your business. All right, what's one little thing we can do to make it better? One little thing that we can make ourselves more money to look better without, without um, sacrificing quality. What can we do to increase our quality? These are questions you got to ask in every meeting. Instead of just coming in there and, and shooting the shit with everybody and screwing around, Ask these questions and, and make them expected. Every time they come in for a meeting, they're expecting these questions, and then, then you're expecting answers. Make it a worthwhile meeting. It doesn't have to be long, but uh, what can we do better? What can we do better? How can we improve? What more creative ideas can we do to make ourselves in a, show in a better light to our customers? What else can we offer our customers? Um, Maybe you got an extra acre and you can do bring in some specialty crops. Maybe you can do mushrooms, berries. Maybe you can, um, maybe you can do lavender, ginseng, um, saffron. There's, there's all kinds of things you can make, hops. There's all kinds of things you can do to make a lot of extra money on just a little bit of land. So don't be so one-dimensional. Keep thinking other things that you can do. If you have, if you have woods that aren't being used, Throw some, grow some mushrooms in them, in them, uh, those logs that are on the ground. 
do all kinds of things uh, to, to try to increase your in, increase your revenue. If it's just a little bit of money, over time it adds up to a lot of money. Again, you're being creative. New doors are going to open, new opportunities because you're out there doing creative things, and and you're out there all the time for your customers to see. Um, the other thing is, if you guys maybe you guys have thought of this. This is the one I like a lot. This next idea, this really works well. Um, there's a when you take a, a, a steer or a cow to the butcher, there's a lot of leftover bones and a lot of leftover meat and, and organs and and things. You can this is an idea you can probably think I'm crazy, but you can start your own dog food label. It doesn't have to be national, just a local local dog food label. You can have your butcher grab all that stuff and make dog food out of it. Um, Bones sell. We were selling bones five to seven dollars for a um, a six inch bone. How many bones are in a cow's body? I mean, you can make a lot of money. Who would rather? Would you rather have your dog chew on a on a great bone with the marrow in it, on a freshly cut, a freshly killed steer, or the uh, the leather wrapped bones you get at the at the store? I mean, come on, what's better for your dog? And you can you can get all that meat built together and make patties and make um, treats for the dogs. Start your own label. There's uh, there's just so many neat things you can do. I used to take the tongue of my steers, and some people love tongue, which which is fine, but I could never get rid of them. Um, I'd take them and I'd freeze them, and I'd have a, a freezer full of tongue. So in the summertime, when the dog was really hot, I would bring out. Uh, I'd cut it in half and I'd bring out a frozen tongue. It was hard and it was great for him. It was so good for my dog. He loved it, but it was hard. Something he could chew on. It was warm, it was cool to his mouth and uh, it really helped in hot days. And plus it was really good for him. And he did that with liver. I did that with uh, um, any kind of an organ that I could find that was, that I could keep and made dog treats and I always had dog bones. People are always asking me for another bone and you can sell them for whatever you want. Half the time the bones go into the scrap and you never see them, but request from your butcher. I'd like to keep, you know, the leg bones and, and the tailbone. And um, there's also bones people buy for soup, um, the tailbones, especially. So keep that stuff, make some extra money um, and start your own label. You can just like, say so you can just do it local. You don't have to go. It's not talk about a national brand. Say local, you know, start your own dog food label um, to all your people that you sell to. And just say if anybody's interested in, in natural dog food um, or frozen tongues or frozen meat for your dog, I, we have them available. And most of your people that don't want to buy the pesticide infested or the, or the, the chemical infested dog food that's out there nowadays, they, they eat it up. Especially those bones that have the, the marrow in it. I'll tell you what. That stuff you can't keep in stock. Once people know you got it, it, it you can't keep it in stock. So keep keeps a lot of that stuff. Ask your butcher that you want the bones cut up about six inches. Ask for the organ meat if you can't sell it. Freeze it. Um, make doggy treats that way. You're not going to hurt the dogs. You're, it's all natural stuff. There's no pesticides added to it. There's no chemicals. Let the customers know what they're getting. Um, let them know exactly what their dog is going to be eating because that's what everybody wants to know. If they, there's no allergies because you're not using nothing in your beef, dogs are, should, be, it should be really good. So a uh, great way to make extra money that um, a lot of people don't do. They just waste that stuff and it, it just it throws, you know, 
it's just a waste of money. It's all get thrown away. The dogs, you know, wild dogs eat it later or raccoons eat it later. And uh, you should be making some money on it. Um, stay exclusive. Try not to get in that trap of letting everybody buy your beef, no matter where they're living. Um, try to stay away from, it's, it's easy to, to advertise and to promote on a computer because all you do is push buttons. And if you're shy at all, it's just easier to just get on the computer, but it's not going to make any money. Stay exclusive, stay high quality. It's not something, you're not a discount food store. If you want to buy my beef, this is what it costs. Only a certain amount of people can buy it. You don't have an endless supply. So don't be, don't be so easy to be get. don't be so simple and, and, easily be talked into to lower your prices on your beef and just sell it to anybody. If you got a customer that's got a brother lives in Arizona and he wants to buy a quarter beef, really think hard about it because you know, you're going to sell them the quarter beef, but you're not, you're not uh, going to get any other customers who's going to buy other stuff from you. So you're really, unless that meat, you just really truly need to get rid of and you got more steers or more cows coming real soon. Okay. I, I can see the point of selling them that quarter. Uh, but there, be really think thoughtful in what you're doing. Um, stay exclusive. Don't make your brand worth something. Make it stand for something. And I've talked about this in the lot pod, in the last two podcasts. And I'm not going to beat it to death again, but but that's going to be be very very important. Um, one of the last things I'm going to talk about. So this is going to be a short a short one this time. Is do everything you can to focus on creating long term customers. I know I've kind of been hitting on this for a long time, but this is your future. Of your, this is the future success of your ranch and your farm. Do whatever you can to promote long-term customers. I mean, whatever you can. When you're marketing meetings, get together and say, how can we create long-term customers? What do we got to do? I don't want you to be a nuisance to everybody. I don't want you to show up in their front yard. I don't want you every day or going around the neighborhood demanding and shoving stuff in people's faces. This is more of a subtle approach. You're developing conversations. You're talking to people. Say, hey, by the way, I know I've been talking, would you like to try try my beef, no cost? You know, it's more of a subtle, soft sell. And I don't want people out there being pushy, pushy, pushy. That's not what I want. I want long-term customers. I want people to be comfortable, love our product, you're treated well. You know my name. You're doing the follow-up. They're buying other products from you, from you. But you need to keep these customers for a long time. Uh, that's how you build your business and you stay in business a long time. If you got to constantly, constantly, constantly be searching for new customers, they're going to hate it. And, and it's going to get old and it's going to get tiring. And you're going to get tired of people yelling at you. And you're going to get tired of people wanting to, you to uh, lower your price people not calling you back, people checks bouncing, people not home when you deliver the beef. This is what happens when you sell short-minded customers that are only interested in price. They couldn't care if it was a piece of dust they were buying. They're only interested in price. They don't care about you. They don't care about anything. Those are customers. They're not long-term customers. Stay away from them. Get people that love you, respect you, love your product, that, that like this type of thing, that like this lifestyle, that want to always be provided with quality products. And you're the guy, the person or the family that, or the rancher that's going to give it to them. 
So develop relationships, get to know your customers, um, get, make sure they know you real well. If you see them in public, walk up and say hello. Um, introduce your family to them. Introduce anybody you know that they haven't met before. Introduce them to you. Keep your, the last two things is keep your brand important. Don't cheapen your brand. Don't let people cheapen your brand. Don't let people dictate what your brand means. You dictate what your brand means. You work your butt off. You decide what your brand means. And you got to work hard, really hard, to make sure people know what your brand means. Anytime you falter, anytime you go against your brand, it's going to hurt you. Keep focusing on your brand. What does it mean to own XYZ Ranch, XYZ Beef? What does that mean? Don't ever take a shortcut. If you get to the point where you think you got to take shortcuts, take a break, um, take a week off, do whatever you can. Just don't let it happen. Be so into it and so determined. No one's going to ever talk bad about your product or your brand. And you will find things, wonderful things happening to you, and you're going to find opportunities opening up like crazy. Um, very last thing is stay creative. Think outside the box. Just have fun. Stay, stay, stay creative. Do things that nobody's ever thought of doing or thinking about. Doing your basics. That's, of course, have your plan, your process set up. Every now and then, just do something wacky. Do something creative. Do something fun. Have an all-star wrestling event on your property. I mean, just have, do something fun, something nobody else has ever done. The talk of the town. Make, do something so on the other side of your personality that it, it just, people love it. Just once in a while, go out on the limb. Do something crazy. Don't do something to hurt your brand, but do something fun, um, family-oriented or something. Get people talking about what's going on. If you want to do a rodeo or if you want to uh, anything, have a big ice cream social, but do, I don't know, just if you guys sit down as a family or as, or as all your people together and say, give me one crazy idea. Just give me one or two crazy ideas apiece. Bring them to the meeting. Let's talk about them. Let's just do something, something neat. Let's make the let's make the whole town talk about us in a in a great way, uh, whatever it is. And uh, you'd be surprised what you come up with and what kind of fun you can have. And it just lasts forever. People will talk about it forever. I'm going to end this with: This is your business. I will never tell you what to do. I will never tell you how to run your business. I will give you ideas. Remember. Money follows the energy. Stay in it. Stay creative. Have fun with your business. Um, it is the greatest business in the world. And, and nearly every rancher, farmer I've ever met are great people, great families. They're hardworking, God-fearing people, great kids. They all work their butts off. And you need to be paid. And you need to be appreciated. So have fun. I got uh, the next two podcasts. I'll have some more important things for you. Um, I'm going to go be talking to some lockers, doing some interviews. I got set up and I got the three farm tours. I got to get set up and get that going. So hopefully soon I'll get some more information for you. Um, I'll be putting everything into a book form here before too long. Um, things are happening. People are calling. I love it. Feel free to call me uh, 319-213-4672 or text me or get on my marketing beef, um, according to Jim, Facebook page. Um, if you're listening to this right now, I haven't been able to post 
um, on that on my on my Facebook page. I got two weeks left before I can post. I apologize, but for some reason Facebook doesn't like me, so they put me on Facebook jail again, my uh, ninth time, by the way. And they don't like some of my views um, on some things, and I, I tend to pay the price. So if you don't see me post, that's because I'm I'm in a naughty naughty land right now on Facebook's eyes. So give me a call, 319-213-4672, or text me. Love to talk to you. Um, have fun this week. Enjoy it. Go out, conquer it. Be creative. Have fun. And I hope to see you guys, and I will talk to you again next week.